Today's podcast is brought to you by Our City Coffee. I'm drinking some right now. I got our blueberry bonanza. It's delicious. Use the code BS to get 15% off at ourcitycoffee.com. Ourcitycoffee.com. Use the code BS for 15% off today. Today's podcast, we're back talking name, image, and likeness. College sports had Travis reach out from Spectrum News in Austin. Wanted to, he wanted to do like an interview conversation with me so he can write a piece and cut up some stuff for their social media. I turn it on him and say, hey, can we can we turn this into a podcast on my platform so that we both win, win-win on both sides. But we, we're talking all things college sports today, how they can monetize their likeness, opportunities, the scale of all this, and where I think a lot of people are missing out. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoy. This has been something that has been talked about for a long time. It feels yeah. like it's overdue. Um, oh, where yeah. do you sit on that as far as like these athletes deserving a piece of the pie? Yeah, and I, and I think they're not even getting a piece of the pie. I think they're getting a piece of a new pie. Yeah. I think it's for, so I played, I played at Bowling Green State University in Ohio. So division one football, we were as high as like 15 or something ranked in the country. We were the first non-big uh, non five, non uh, military school to host college game day. Like we were really good football. Urban Meyer was my coach my freshman year. And, but we had a, a quarterback, Josh, I, I would go into the bookstore and there'd be number five jerseys out. And, you know, and he would make a cent off that. And, and I don't, he came from fairly humble beginnings. You know, he could have used the money, I'm sure. So I, I'm 100% way for this. I think it's opportunity for, for athletes to just get a fair shot at what they deserve. There's no other place, no other field, I should say, where uh, a 19, 20-year-old can be the best at what they do and not get paid for it. If they were a a pianist or if they were a writer or if they were a singer, you just go do it. You could also be a a singer at Texas and get paid. You know, there's nothing holding you back uh, because you're in the, the, the choir or whatever it may be. Like, you can do all this stuff at your school. It's just sports specifically. And I've always thought that was unfair, and I'm glad that finally this is changing. I think in the beginning, there was a lot of thought about, okay, the local car dealership, they're going to come in and they're going to throw heavy money and put him in a commercial. But now the social media piece is such a big part of that. Where do you see the actual um, opportunities? I think it's, it's, everything is going to be social media driven anyway. So even if it is that car dealership, they're, they're going to want you to promote it on your social. They're going to want you to promote that you're beforehand that you're going to be there and then that you are there. And then maybe down the line, you know, like uh, setting up a much bigger thing, you post once a month with the car. That'll, that'll be a thing. But I think everything ties back to social media. If it's autographs, appearances, if it's just social media brand play, I'm working with my, my Kelvin Klein glasses here and, and the picture, you know, that's just straight social media. I think everything will lean back to that. If you're selling merchandise, Social media, you'll promote through there. I think that's that's the the key cog in all of this is social media. And I think some people have great social medias uh, uh, and a good following, but nobody in college, I'm sure, understands how to actually create a business from that. We, you know, we work with until two months ago, my business, my company, we work with pro athletes. So we work with people not having anything to do with their professional contracts, you know, nothing in the UFC, NFL, NBA, WNBA, never any of that stuff. We work all the outside stuff and very few of those 25, 30, 35 year olds know how to monetize their social media. So it's, it's still very surprisingly, but still 
very few understand how to, to really monetize and benefit from this and create a business and not just an Instagram post here and a tweet there. So saying all that, you know, it's going to create opportunities, but like you said, to maximize it, these guys are going to have to kind of learn what's going on. How does that look? Are they going to need representation? Are they going to do it through the colleges? Yeah, well, so they should have representation. They'll be allowed to have representation. It's not clear who that can be, if that can be an NFL agent, an NFL certified agent. We, me, my brother, we're not NFL certified, so we're not NBA, WNBA, none of that, but MLB. So we, we think that's an advantage for us because it's not clear. You might be able to down the line, but we don't know. Uh, and they also would have no idea how to do it. So it, it makes sense to be able to have some sort of representation. Uh, the schools itself are not going to be able to be a part of that aspect of it. They can help. When we talk to schools, we talk about the marketing, branding, the the day-to-day stuff currently. That can Again, that could, could be happening today and should be happening today. But when it comes to the actual deals and concept, the school can't go to to – company X and say, Hey, Travis is going to be a great fit for you. They can't do that. Or, or if Travis comes to them and say, Hey, we, you know, hip, hip, have Calvin Klein. I want to work with them. I already wear their glasses. This is, this is a perfect fit for me and what they're looking for. And you can't do that. So that'll be, again, an advantage for us to come in as third party and, and be an advocate on that aspect of it. What type of money do you think is possible for some of the bigger names in college sports? Well, I think they're millionaires. I think Sam at Texas, uh, the, the Trevor Lawrence's of the world, the Justin Fields of the world are millionaires, the Zion Williamson's of the world uh, two years ago. But I do think it's, it's way bigger than just the elites. I think e- even just top 10 period, I, I just talked to a, a women's basketball coach. I think that two of the top 10 most marketable people in the country are a basketball player named Paige at UConn and a softball player at Oregon. Two of the top 10. Now that's like if you could get paid this year. Uh, so that, that includes the Trevor Lawrence's, the Justin Fields, the Sam's, the, like those top top players at top schools in football, which most people think it's going to be, you know, a couple of football players, one or two basketball players, and then a bunch of outliers. I, I don't think that's the case. When I was at my Division two school where I coached, we had a quarterback who was, who was really good at the Division two level and got invited to Bengals camp, had a cup of coffee and, and left. And he knew, he knew that's kind of where he was, but – we had a school of like 2,200 kids in a city of 20,000 people. And I think he would have made 25 to $30,000 based off him name, his name, image and likeness. And that, that could be your dealerships. Let's call it just one dealership partnership for five to 10 K let's call it um, a financial advisor. And we had one that was a, a booster and a part of the program. There's five to 10 K there and then sell some merchandise on top of that. And there you go. He, quickly, you see those numbers sort of, sort of mount up. Now, that, now he's, not everyone who plays Division II football is going to make that kind of money, but there are those opportunities. And, and when it comes to marketing and branding, never ever has a, has a business or brand being able to go on campuses directly through 18 to 22-year-olds to promote to other 18 to 22-year-olds. So, is, I mean, it's never, it's unprecedented, never, never been able to happen before. And along those lines, this is a whole new world for so many people. Um, yeah. A lot of great opportunity, but there are going to be pitfalls to it. Where are the things, where are the landmines out there in, in all of this? Yeah, well, and we, I mean, we already know what college football and college basketball is like. There's lots of illegal stuff that happens. There's going to be lots of illegal stuff that continues to happen. But 
we think this is an opportunity to be above board on most of the stuff and they should be above a board on all this stuff. If, I mean, but, but again, I, I understand how this, this goes, uh, other potential issues and, and something we don't, we, we want to help teach basic financial literacy is, is you get paid 5,000 to do an appearance. Well, you're not, that isn't 5,000. Keep in mind, there's taxes that'll come out of that and little things like that. Uh, right now it looks like you'll, you'll be self-reporting to the compliance office. So there could be hiccups there, whether it's on the compliance side at your school or the kid. I was 18, 19, 21. I, you know, I wasn't always the most responsible kid. Uh, I think if I got paid $5,000, I would make sure that somebody knew so I don't get in trouble and lose $1 off of that because I would have made me cry at that time. But I think those are issues. Uh, when you talk just strictly base rules, uh, the athlete is not allowed to use any school logos or teams. Uh, team stuff on posts involving any sort of brand partnership. So they've got to avoid that. I don't think that's that hard to do, but it will be something to consider. You know, if you're doing a, a your Calvin Klein partnership, don't have your Texas A&M shirt on. You just can't do that. Uh, from a coaching perspective, they obviously can't pay like they never have. Can't pay to have people go to your school. We all know that happens and will continue to happen. You cannot pay them based on performance and you can't work on their specific deal. So if there's, if you're introducing, if you're sending emails, if you're doing that sort of stuff, then, then you're gonna have issues. And that's again, where we come in, we wanna be that third party trusted layer between the brand's businesses and then coach and player. Do, I mean, is this something where, I mean, the top level guys are coming into college with huge followings. Is that something that high school elite athletes should already start yeah. at this? Uh, I, yes. I mean, you're in Texas, right? I mean, it's the football doesn't get bigger than Texas football. Right. I mean, there's, uh, I had buddies who played in in Texas that had more fans at games than they did when we played at you know, division one, top 15 football. You know, that's, that's just the reality of it. There, there is the market for that. It doesn't, I don't see any reason why you wouldn't want to, you couldn't at least come into your college with partnerships already in line. I also don't think there's any reason why, a Nike or Adidas or Under Armour wouldn't be working with 16, 17 year olds, especially when it comes to your elites, your elite men's, women's basketball players, your elite football players. Like they're already doing that behind the scenes and illegally. We saw that come out last year with Adidas. That's already happening. Now it doesn't have to be illegal because it will all be above board. And, and so that'll, that'll definitely happen. The, my, my worry is that, you know, you're taking advantage of 16 to 17 year olds who don't know anything and parents who aren't knowledgeable on, on the process and the true value of their kid. Um, and as this becomes such a, you know, it's going to become a big part of, of college athletics, we're also starting to see just overall athletes are getting a voice. And yeah. just how much of a change is this out of the structure of you kind of fall in line and the coach oversees everything. And now these guys are realizing, hey, I got a platform here. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Now, I was also, again, a, a dumb 18 to 22 year old and I knew everything. You know, you didn't have to tell me anything. I knew it. Don't try to correct me. I'm, I'm right. And I, I wasn't like super arrogant, but you know, I, you know, like every other kid, I thought I knew everything. So you're going to have some, some things you probably regret and say, but for them to have the voice and the opportunity is, is, I think is incredibly important. You see what's going on on campuses. Uh, things are being renamed. Statues are coming down. Coaches are going to have to, and they already are having to, to change their stances on lots of things from social media to how they speak to their kids. Uh, you know, I come from football. 
the good old boys network of football is starting to break up a little bit and it's going to have to change. And, and we know, um, I'm a white dude. I understand that a lot of, uh, old white guys don't understand young black males and that needs to change. And it, and it can't just be lip service. You can't just say, ah, I get it. You know, like I'm, I'm here for you. I got you. Come on. And then when they get there, then that changes. And, and that's what's happened for years and years and years. So that's, uh, it's, it's impressive to me that, uh, coaches are starting to be forced to change, but impressive that, that the athletes are speaking out, knowing that at the forefront of this, there's going to be some repercussions. Uh, you know, whether it's like, you're, you know, you get cussed out by your coach or your coach, you, you think you might get in trouble because you don't know. And some of those, those kids at the forefront of this have really started to open up for all these other schools and kids and, and uh, are speaking out and saying things that they wouldn't have been able to do five years ago because they wouldn't have they would have thought if I say anything, no one's going to listen anyway, and it's just going to get me in trouble. And on the other side of this, as this becomes, you know, legal to do, and we see these opportunities for guys, what about the businesses? Do you see them willing and wanting to attach themselves to these oh, college yeah. companies? Yeah, yeah. I mean, these are the faces of cities and campuses across the country. Uh, unless you're at a handful of schools where you're Nick Saban or – your Dabo Sweeney is probably not even the face of the campus anymore with the Trevor Lawrence there. So, I mean, the, the, the faces of your campuses are your 18 and 22 year old athletes. And that's, you know, I'm, I'm in Los Angeles, you know, Caitlin Ohashu, the gymnast a couple of years ago was, you know, she's one of the faces of UCLA. She had the biggest following of anybody on campus, a gymnast, not a football player, not a basketball player. So there's, there's all of those uh, names and faces that control what goes on on campus that are that are if they say it uh, people will do it so i think there's tons of value in that like i said earlier this is the first time ever that a brand can go through an 18 to 20 year old, 22 year old and speak to an 18 22 year old on campus that's a massively impressionable market and a market of of what you you know you know, brands are always trying to get to speak to that to that age that really you know 16 to 22 is so so massive they want you to, to start creating habits with their brands you talk about you know the Gatorades, the Pepsis, the, the, even like Home Depot is so big in college football, they spend, I'm sure, gazillions, you know, I don't know, 100 million, hundreds of millions to be a part of that. Financial banks, advisors, those types of things, because now you're, you're talking to kids who are going to graduate and make money next year, you know, at the, at the senior level. So there's, there's so much value from a kid perspective. And also, I think it's, it's really going to help a lot of brands. Now, they'll have to be strategic and smart about it. There's, there's going to be kids who can't sell anything. That's there's adults, like I said, 30, 35 year olds that can't sell anything. They can, they can put up a promoter post and they're going to get one deal and be gone with it because there's no engagement and interaction on this. They've got to be strategic and that's what they have agencies for. And that's what they do. Then you kind of touched on a little bit like at Texas, Sam, that's an easy sell. He yeah. have a lot of opportunities, but those other guys that are, you know, maybe starters on the football team, a wide receiver, they're not going to make that dollar amount, but, it would seem like there's still opportunities to cash in, you know, a little bit here and there. Oh yeah. I think if you're at Texas, your whole team should make money if they want to. There'll be kids that don't want to take advantage of that. And that's, that's the prerogative, but there's, it's, so I give this example. I give you the example of the quarterback at, at the division two school. The second most marketable kid on campus was probably our backup guard because he was funny and interesting and didn't, didn't act like everybody else. You know, he was kind of like the loudest, the most you know, fun guy on campus probably. And so there's, there's a market for that. You know, if, if you, you want to promote something at your local 
pizza shop or bar for March Madness. Like he's, he's the guy to go through. So there's going to be those guys across and, and gals across campuses all over. I talked to a coach recently and, and their player, it's a woman's basketball player and really good player, probably not a player who plays at the next level though, but she's big in uh, her, her major is accounting. So, you know, why, why can't she create a piece using the tool of her basketball team and her university and her school, create pieces on financial literacy and be able to speak to uh, speak to students on her campus and create that next step for her. So like what it ain't about making a few dollars maybe now and, and that'll help, but now she's creating this financial brand behind her basketball. And there's, when you look at a football team, you're 120 different guys, you know, 120 kids from different areas, different backgrounds and different futures. So how can you, what we want to do and what, what schools should be doing is how can you create to fit their specific narrative? Because I'm my brother and I, we work together. I'm 36. He's 35. We've been together for 35 years. We've played all the same sports. We've been in business for the last nine, 10 years together. We're still very different in the things that we enjoy in life. And that's everybody. So how can we create and fit their social, their brand, their, their narrative moving forward to fit them specifically? So I think this, it's a, it really is at Texas. It's a one to one twenty type type business. Now again, it changes the dollar amounts, the Sams of the world. Your elites, your elites at the big schools are millionaires. Um, I think you probably have handful of of six of high six figures, handful of low six figures, and then you know go from there. <clears throat> but I think it football, basketball, baseball, whatever your sport is matters. But that's not everything when it comes to to all this name, image, likeness stuff. I'm just fascinated by all of it. You know, I just think there's going to be so many like branches that come out of this. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's going to be incredible yeah. to follow. And I, see. Think, I think very few when I hear media or, and again, I've, I've spoken to 35, 40 coaches, man. I think very few even grasp what it is. Okay. The, people are going to make money. Cool. Yeah. We get that. Um, how are they going to make money? All right. Social media appearances, autographs that that's, that's, basically what everyone grabs. That's easy to, to understand. But when you talk about, well, like, how are they going to get this deal? Like, how's this even going to happen? Okay. All right. So yeah, so we can't do that. Okay. So what's like, how do we do that? And like, then how much is, how much is the person's value for doing this deal? Is it $1,500? Is it maybe more $2,500? Like there's, there's so much outside of this. And then, you know, when you talk taxes and all this stuff that most places don't have a good grasp on right now. And it's something they could be starting with the marketing branding perspective today. So, and there's, there's some schools that are like, Hey, you know, let's talk next year. And those schools are going to be way left behind because these other places are going to be already on top of it there. I've already seen, I've, I've seen Texas talk about it on Twitter in, in their promotions uh, for recruits. I've seen USC, I've seen uh, an Alabama kid posted a tweet. So there's, there's starting to be that, public acknowledgement of it in recruiting pitches but not not everywhere and not not as much as i would have already thought uh, at this point i mean it's going to become a huge recruiting tool yeah you know a driver if you know you can go somewhere and like this is going to be a profitable four years of your life yep yep no and why not you know and this every every recruiting or every pitch we we have to coaches when i is a little different but you know, maybe instead of going to Texas, you go to um, a school that's maybe a notch below and you can play for 
three years instead of playing your junior year or, you know, like, like those types of things are going to be, those are already in recruiting pitches already for those, those schools that are that notch below. Like, Hey, you come play for us. You'll play right away. Instead of you go to Texas, they got blah, 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 blah. You're not going to play for, for two, three years. You're going to get registered. You don't want to get registered. Right. There's that pitch. But now you can say, here's dollar amount behind it. Our guy who did this, who was looking at Texas, but went to this school. Now he's going to get paid or he made $50,000 over the last two years. So like you throw those out and that can change. You know, a lot of people said that the power is just going to shift totally into the, the big five and yeah, it will. And there'll be a lot of that, but I think there's lots of opportunities everywhere else too. But guess what? The power already lives in the, the power five. Yeah. And it, it's you never know. leave, you know, right. that, that, part of, that part of it. Right. If you get the right school, you know, that maybe, a Boise state or something that maybe has some of the right donors, the right stuff. Yeah. You can, it's now a new opportunity to lure people in. Yeah. Yeah. Every school's got their, their opportunity in this and it's different. It's, you know, are you, are you SC and you're in Los Angeles that there's, there's, um, there's advantage to that. Are you, uh, Texas, you're, you're the massive school, the massive alumni base, the, the longstanding tradition, there's advantages in that. There's advantage in, well, I mean, obviously in Alabama and the Clemson's of the world in, you know, like a Washington state where you're, you know, you're the, the deal in town. There's no other, mm -hmm. you know, Seattle's far away, the pro teams, that stuff, Boise, you're the, you're the deal in town. You know, there's, there's those advantages too. Damn. That's going to yeah. be crazy. I know. I'm excited about it. And I, and yeah. I think yeah, it can be it can be happening to set up for this. Yeah. Yeah. That people are already starting to think it's, it's going to, I think it's going to take a while for the athletes to flip that switch, you know, yeah. themselves. And, and like you said, the parents piece too, of like understanding, okay, how do I do this? Who are the right people to talk to? to help yeah. me through this. I mean, it's just like anything else. Like you, you got the right people in recruiting that get their hands Man. in with the wrong people, you know? And so yeah. trying to, you know, decipher through all that, is just going to add another layer. Yep. Um, and, that, and that's where we want to help. We want to help become that, you know, I've been a player, I've been a coach, I've worked in two different athletic marketing departments. I understand how this works. I also now currently work with pro athletes mm -hmm. and work on social media deals and all this outside the sport stuff. So that, that's where we saw it as an advantage to come in, help, help the athletes educate and work with them on a long-term basis too. Yeah. Well, and, and Texas is going to be at the forefront, you know, they should For be sure. able to For capitalize sure. on their yeah. alumni base and, and the city of Austin and all the businesses around here. Yeah. Yeah. They should. I, I'm interested to see where they go with it. Uh, I've not talked to anyone in Texas, so I don't know where they're at with things, but mm -hmm. I, I haven't, I've seen just like kind of what I saw the one tweet, it was just kind of like, you know, we're set up for this. Here's what Austin is. Here's, you know, here's like these numbers of population and businesses and that sort of thing. So I think they're in the right direction, but I think there's probably a lot we could add to the discussion as well. I think the one thing I've heard discussed too, that, you know, universities may get worried about is okay. If, a big sponsor is spending X amount of dollars at UT, would they then take some of that and spend it on athlete marketing as opposed to, yeah, we're going to get signage in the stadium or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they should probably. <laughs> right. Right. But, but I, so, I mean, I, I think that's fair and that's business. Uh, almost some of the athletes can, can, uh, will take some of the money away from, from those, but 
that is the job of the universities to sell their products. Uh, your, 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 and then products being, you know, your signage, your, uh, your post-game shows brought to you by, and, and those types of things, your assets, I should say. And the players will probably get some of that, but most of the stuff I would think would be a little bit outside of, of your typical realm. But we'll, I mean, we'll see where that goes. I, 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 there will be departments that aren't happy because they lose a few dollars. There won't be coaches that are unhappy that their players are making more money.